Terms apply. Thank you. <laughs> What's up? Happy Friday. We've made it. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Already it begins. This is so good. This is so good. Uh, the president leaving for the G7. Having a Twitter war with the French president and the Canadian prime minister. And the Trumpster owned them. Oh, and then he ended the, I'll tell you about it in a second, but he ended the tweet with saying, looking forward to tomorrow, which is just, which is just so, so, so good. Anyway, we have that going on, uh, which is nice. Now, uh, second thing I think you need to know is that uh, the secret meeting, well, not really secret, but behind closed door meetings that took place yesterday, Republicans uh, trying to come up with some kind of illegal immigration, border security, consensus crap. Uh, it's exactly what it is. Crap, crap, crap. crap. Reports uh, show that... Um. The moderates, the rhinos, uh, don't want any funding for the wall until there's a DACA thing. So they want DACA first. These are Republicans now. And there are some Republicans that say, no, we need the wall funding first. There's not a consensus. There's nothing like that going on. Uh, and they're trying to push something that would basically um, not end chain migration, just kind of change it and end the visa diversity lottery, but then take those visas and give them to companies so they can import cheap labor. To take Americans' jobs. Isn't that nice? We'll get to that as well. Third thing I think you need to know, Anthony Bourdain, uh, this just came out minutes ago, found uh, dead in his hotel room in France. Uh, apparently he hung himself, which is very, very, very sad. Uh, it, it's just awful. He had a lot of demons he was battling, um, uh, but it, it's just, just terrible. Three things that I think you need to know. Um, now, when it comes to this uh, this Singapore meeting, what a week next week. Do you realize what's going to happen next week, by the way? No. Next week, you're going to have uh, the Trumpster uh, on the 12th in Singapore. And it might even be a, the 11th hour time, 12th their time. So it's it's going to be some good stuff. And then on the, the June 14th, which is the Trumpster's birthday, the Inspector General is going to release his report on how the FBI and DOJ was corrupt as hell. Um, and... Um, uh, corrupt, as, corrupt as hell, mishandled everything when it came to the Clinton email investigation. So we have two major things going on next week already. I remember the summertime used to be slow in talk radio, and it has not been that way since it was just about three years ago. I think it was, what, June 15th, June 16th, 2015, the Trumpster came down the gold escalator in Trump Tower with Melania, and he's like, listen, wall. <laughs> So there's that. There, listen. There's, we have all these things, and and I got it, man. We have there's 92 things I think you need to know. We have uh, a leaker. They found a leaker. Like pipes? Uh, I wouldn't say pipes. Uh, I would say information to try to make Trump look terrible. Mm. Uh, the Trump said we're going to try to find the leaker. Jeff Sessions finally got it. Uh, and did you hear about this? I mean, this is this is just crazy. This is crazy stuff. Um, 
So the guy that's in charge of security for the Senate Intelligence Committee has been caught. Apparently, he was bopping uh, a reporter who worked for BuzzFeed and then the New York Times and was giving her information so she could get it out. Federal grand jury indicted 58-year-old Senate Intelligence Committee James Wolf. Yes, he's the director. He is the former security director for the Senate Intelligence Committee, James Wolf. 58 year old 58 years old indicted on three counts of making false statements in December to the FBI by the way about contacts with reporters including providing sensitive information related to the work of the Senate Intelligence Committee which he served as security director for 29 years this 29 years you know what that's called deep state been there for a very long time now what I want to know is and before I get you more details about this which members on the Senate Intelligence Committee was he working with He's, this dude will sing like a, uh, like a uh, canary. I predict this. Oh, yeah. Uh, which one of the anti-Trump guys? Wh- wh- which one? The open borders uh, Republican, Senator Burr from uh, North Carolina? Mark Warner, the Democrat from Virginia? Who is it? Who's going to be the one that he's like, oh, you know, I got it out. This guy, this guy. This. Who's going to be the one? Huh. How about that? Uh, his arrest came a day after the Senate authorized the Senate Intelligence Committee, to cooperate with the Department of Justice and the Department of Justice request for records pertinent to a pending investigation arising out of allegations of the unauthorized disclosure of information by a former employee, this guy. Um, And it says here, prosecutors said Wolf lied to the FBI in December 2017 about contacts he had with three reporters. Prosecutors say he also lied about giving two reporters non-public information about committee matters. And then the day before Thursday, yesterday, the New York Times revealed that federal investigators seized years worth of email and phone records relating to one of its reporters, Ollie Watkins. This is the one he was bopping. She had a uh, three-year romantic relationship with this guy. She previously had a three-year fling with this dude. Uh, It covered a period of time before she joined the paper. She was BuzzFeed, and she was an intern or something like that. Um... So this guy's supposed to be in a court in Maryland today. Today. This is this is a big deal. They're releasing some texts and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, he was texting her, I want to get you this information so you can break it and blah, blah, blah. And again, lied to the FBI. What I want to know is, again, who did this guy work with? Do you, th- you think it's possible that he didn't work with anybody? No members, no senators? In December 2017, according to the indictment, this guy allegedly messaged reporter number two. That's oh. that. That's how the report. It, well, that, who's number two worked for? Well, that's that's the good. Apparently, the New York Times, BuzzFeed before that. This this chica. Anyway, before I get to about to that, so he lied about his relationship with a reporter that is identified as reporter number two, which is that Ali Watkins. It, it appears to be right. Uh, he admitted the relationship after he was shown photos of the two of them together, according to the indictment. So he lied about it. Then they're like, hey, see these? I wonder what the photos were. Were they making out, holding hands? Were they sitting on the same side of the booth? Don't you can't, you can't stand those people. The same side sitters on the booth. Don't do that. That's creepy. Unless you have a couple across from you, you can't sit on the same side. 
Same side of the booth. With I've a, done with that a, once in, in a while. You're horrible. You're one of those creepy dudes. Yes. Why don't you go on Facebook and profess your love for your wife? Uh, that's just weird. Anyway, yes. So allegedly he was in contact with reporter number two, which is this chick. And they exchanged, they exchanged tens of thousands of electronic communications, often daily phone calls. He would meet her at her at the apartment, according to court papers. He also had extensive contact with reporters about Mail One, reportedly identified as Carter Page, Trump campaign advisor. This guy, this poor guy's getting. This guy's never never done anything illegal, by the way, not once, zero zip zilch. So it says here, you ready for it? The leaker. This this wolf, this guy that's the uh, former security guy, security director for the Senate Intelligence Committee, received classified information about Carter Page, mail one. On the same day, he exchanged 82 text messages with reporter two, his, his girlfriend. A few weeks later, reporter one published an online article that revealed the identity of mail one. So uh, his girlfriend published an article revealing the identity of Carter Page. And it appears that she got the identity because... Of him. He leaked out the stuff because they were bopping. Uh, on April 3rd, 2017, an Ali Watkins, that's the, the, the chick, byline appeared on BuzzFeed, on a BuzzFeed article revealing that Page had met with Russian, Russian intelligence operatives in 2013, or an, a Russian intelligence operative in 2013. Wolf allegedly called the reporter too, that's the chick, about a half hour after the story went live, had a phone conversation for about seven minutes. FBI got all this stuff, man. And then in December 2017, this wolf guy, the security guy, messaged his girlfriend, reporter number two, quote, I've watched your career take off even before you ever had a career in journalism. I always tried to give you as much information that I could and do the right thing with it so you could get the scoop before anyone else. I always enjoyed the way you would pursue a story like nobody else was doing in my hallway. I felt like I was part of your excitement and was always very supportive of your career and the tenacity you exhibited to chase down a good story. Double entendres, anyone? Mm-hmm. That's what she said. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think so. So this, this girl also worked for BuzzFeed, Politico, and McClatchy. Now New York Times. Wall Street Journal, citing an unnamed source, reports that this, uh, this chick, Watkins, Ellie Watkins, disclosed the relationship when she joined the New York Times. Huh. Uh, this guy used a bunch of different ways to contact reporters, including Signal and WhatsApp, according to court papers. He also met clandestinely in person in secluded areas of the Hart Senate office building. All right. So we'll see if he makes a deal or not. Each false count is punishable by up to five years in prison. But if convicted, it says here he probably faced just a fraction of that time. Well, we'll see. We will see. Man, oh man! So he, there's the leaker right there. One of the leakers, putting stuff out. Now was he because he's witnessing all this stuff? He had access to it. Again, did any any senators on either side of the aisle work with him to make it happen? You know, we're going to talk uh, about this and other things with Kelly Ward. She's going to be in studio with us at seven ten this morning. A uh, lot to talk about with her. A lot, including what uh, Jeff Flake said. We'll get to it at six forty. What Jeff Flake said. Jeff Flake once again gave a speech. On the Senate floor, um, and, and he's never part of the three things, because the one thing you always know is that uh, Jeff Flake is insane. Uh, he just tried to rip into the president uh, about the uh, about the tariffs and stuff like that. So uh, that's what's going on there. 
with uh, with good old Jeff Flake. Oh God, that freaking guy! So we have a lot to talk about. We'll get to the. Um, I got to get to the the, tr- the Twitter warfare. Oh, that's going to be good to talk about. That's coming out this morning, just minutes ago. You know what? We're going to have to get the Twitter warfare thing, but apparently there's a, there's a breaking story about Martha McSilent. Wow. We'll get to that. We'll talk about that one with Kelly Ward when she gets here at 710 too. But I'll give you a heads up on that. There is some breaking news about Martha McSilent. Oh, boy. Fantastic. We'll get to that coming up in... Uh, in <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out, Ryan. I appreciate that, by the way. That's uh, it's not I'll take bad. all the credit for that. I'm one. gonna give you that. But you know what? I I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you because I may have heard it from a little birdie, but I'll take all the credit for that one. That's okay. <laughs> My goodness gracious! So that's uh, that's pretty so good. good. It, it, it it's when people want to say stuff. That, that's all I'm gonna. Say. That's all I'm gonna say right now. We'll continue. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM seven ninety two sons. Most stimulating talk. It gets even better. 629. I got to put this in the three things. This is crazy. 75 at now, by the way. A chilly 106 degrees will be the high today. 105 Saturday, 104 Sunday. Triple digits through Thursday. Next, apparently, hallelujah, next Saturday, we're looking at scattered thunderstorms with a high of 87. I hope they get that right. I, you know, that, that anything can change. It, it, it all can change. If they get that it right. It could be fake news. I don't know. I'll give them a dollar apiece. Who's they? Whoever just gave they, that. Just they. Yeah, they. Okay. Well, they say all these things. They do say a lot of stuff. So uh, CNN has a story. Uh, the office of Arizona Republican Representative Martha McSally has removed from public view a video on YouTube of her defending DACA. Oh no. I just I just don't understand. Wait, wait. <clears throat> Hang on. I'm going to I don't really do a I'll kind of do a Martha. I'll, I'll do a Martha McSally impression. It's Friday. We can have fun. I just don't understand why Garrett always says these things about me. Like I'm just trying to really do the right thing because I really I I was I was a fighter pilot and I really I have ovaries. And and uh these ovaries and everything here really make me do the right thing of stuff and and just you know just gotta leave me alone. What do you think? Not bad. Grow a pair of ovaries and get the job done. I think you did. Good job, uh, Martha. Can you whip out the ovaries and appear on the show? Like normally, guys, it's like, can you show you know your what? Excuse me. Is this a? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, okay. Well, I, I, though it's not. Anyway, um, it says here a press release from her office in June of 2017 before her Senate bid highlighted McSally's questioning of then Homeland Security Secretary John Kelly about immigration and border issues at a House committee hearing. Uh, the release said McSally questioned John Kelly on the department's plan to address DACA and whether Kelly could assure her that DACA recipients would be protected from deportation. Quote, McSally, in the release, these children were brought here at no fault of their own. In Arizona, there are 57,000 of them. Uncertainty brings fear to my constituents in this position. Can you assure me they'll be protected? Kelly assured her they would not be targeted for deportation. The press release embedded a YouTube video of the interaction it says, uh, to watch the exchange from the hearing, click below. But now the YouTube video has since been made unavailable for viewing. 
meaning the video has been made private or deleted. Two other videos from that hearing included in the press release, neither deck related, are still available and online. Shockingly, representatives of McSally's office and her Senate campaign didn't respond to CNN's multiple requests for comment. Hey, join the club, CNN. Join the club. How about them apples, huh? Holy smokes. Remember uh, last month she said, please remove me as a co-sponsor. That would have provided legal status uh, to, to the kids of illegal aliens. Please. Uh, and by the way, they're illegal as well. Please, please, please. Take me off that also. So again, which Martha do you trust? You know, at least she could say, look, I got rid of that because I don't believe that anymore. But she doesn't say that. We'll continue. So we're going to ask Kelly Ward about that, too. That might probably be the first thing at 710 when she joins us in studio. Uh, we'll have some Jeff Flake highlights because he he decided to bash President Trump about trade and about how he's leading us. Uh, well, he, he's leading us to a dictatorship and stuff like he actually said these things. You have to hear it to believe it. And then we got to I got to read to you also the the uh, the the Trump Twitter war with uh, Macron. And Prime Minister Trudeau of Canada. That's coming up. It is so good. Don't go anywhere. Here's Fox. Fuck. You know, you, you th- it's, it's these kinds of comments. It's true, but at the same time, these kinds of comments and things that happen in this show, people that are serious in this world, you wonder why they come on this show. I mean, but at the same time, I mean, why can't you be really smart and have good points and at the same time have fun, right? Isn't that, the, isn't that what you're supposed to do? I agree. So do I. I'm glad we can agree. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, number one. Man, there's a lot to get to. President Trump on his way to the G7, and he's having a Twitter war over trade with the French president and the Canadian prime minister, and uh, and the Trumpster won it epically, pointing out how the trade deficit is and how those two companies pretty much, pretty much um, have been, uh, let's just say, we'll keep it going, bopping us on trade. Right. And the president's already said he's going to leave early Saturday more tomorrow morning from the G7 summit to go to Singapore. I'm done with you guys. You know, it's, it's all negotiation. It's all negotiation. Second thing that I think you need to know. I like, let's put this one up there. Uh, Senate Intelligence Committee, their former security director, has been indicted. He's the leaker, apparently. Three counts of making false statements in December to the FBI. The FBI has phone calls, text messages, you name it, where he was giving all kinds of information to his uh, then-girlfriend of three years that worked at Politico, BuzzFeed, New York Times. The leaker. Question is, was he working with any members of the Senate? That's a big deal there, too. Third thing that I think you need to know, this needs to get bumped up. Uh, uh, Martha McSilent's office removed a video on YouTube of her praising DACA and pushing then Homeland Security boss John Kelly, now the chief of staff for President Trump, pushing him to make sure that DACA recipients will not be targeted and they need to be protected. That's public knowledge. It, was, it took place in a public hearing and her office took it down and they refused to contact CNN, which broke that story. Three things I think you need to know. How do you sit back and trust somebody like that? I, again, let me just tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm putting the disclaimer out there. If somehow Martha McSally wins the primary, if somehow that happens, 
you have to you have to still vote for her over Kirsten Cinema because Kirsten Cinema is bad, bad, bad news. She's if amazing enough, she's actually worse than Martha McSally. Right? What did Reagan say? Get eighty percent of the best you can and go back for the next twenty percent after. You have to do that. Kirsten Cinema loves Obamacare, hates the tax cuts. What more do you need to know? Okay. At least McSally voted for the tax cuts. But again, I her campaign is like friggin' amateur hour. It's it's amateur hour. Uh and and it's I don't know. You know, when somebody is just nobody's perfect. Just be honest. Just be honest. But that's the old school way of doing politics. You're right. Hiding from things. Yep. And she's afraid to talk to people. She's afraid to talk to us on this show. Are you freaking kidding me right now? Kelly Ward will be in here at 710. She's not afraid to talk to us. Uh, and I'm sure we don't agree on everything. Um, but she's going to talk to us at 710 right here in the studio. She has events in Southern Arizona. Tell us about those. But I want to get her t- take on this story, on trade, all that, st- all that stuff. Uh, really quick. And then what Jeff Flake said. Because uh, another, another thing that's very, very, very telling is the fact that uh, Martha McSally doesn't stand up for President Trump when Jeff Flake bashes the hell out of him. Right? Right? It speaks for itself. Do you really like the president? Do you not stand up for him? I mean, he doesn't need anybody to fight for him. But enough is enough. You know what? We need people to fight with him. Yeah. That's what we in 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 Congress in in uh, in the government to fight with them. Mm-hmm. You're right because he's fighting for us. Yep. So uh, this is a, this is a great story. Does that make me too much of a fanboy. You know, I listen. I'm with you. It goes against every fiber in my being to be a fanboy of anybody, um, even my Islanders because they do stupid stuff, but they're doing good stuff now. Uh, however, <laughs> oh my God, oh, sorry, uncivil. Uh, but anyway. You have uh, you have politicians. We shouldn't trust politicians, but the Trumpster just doesn't give a crap, and I, I think he realizes that. So anyway, I want you to hear this. There's CNN had this story: Trump to skip climate portion of G7. Good, good. I mean, does that make you feel good? Climate, get out of here, right? Uh, he had a he had a twi- after says after Twitter spat with Macron and Trudeau, right? says here, here's what Emmanuel Macron, the president of France. And look, they got along. They had the awkward handshake, right? The kiss thing, whatever the hell that was. Macron tweeted out yesterday, the American president may not mind being isolated, but neither do we mind signing a six-country agreement if need be. Because these six countries, meaning of the G7, these six countries represent values. They represent an economic market, which has the weight of history behind it, and which is now a true international force. Before I tell you the president's response on Twitter, right? Um, Six-country agreement. You know, the Trump, sir, you know what he likes to do? He, he said, he goes, I don't like these 20-country agreements, 11-country agreements. You don't get the best deal for your country because everybody's got to get something and you give up something. He said, I'd rather have direct negotiations. That's why when it comes to NAFTA, all of a sudden he's like, you know what? And he, he, he put this message out through Larry Kudlow. I want to negotiate with Canada for Canadian stuff and with Mexico for Mexican stuff. They're two different countries, different products. Why should we do a whole big group thing when we can get better deals if we negotiate individually? Doesn't that make sense, right? 
And then you got these stupid globalists, though, that have been running things for decades. That's the problem. So anyway, that was Macron. And Trump, Trump responded, um, why isn't the European Union and Canada informing the public that for years they have used massive trade tariffs and non-monetary trade barriers against the U.S.? Totally unfair to our farmers, workers, and companies. Take down your tariffs and barriers, or we will melt, or we will more than match you. Then he writes, "This is a Trumpster on Twitter." Please tell Prime Minister Trudeau and President Macron that they are charging the U.S. massive tariffs and create non-monetary barriers. The European Union trade surplus with the U.S. is 151 billion dollars. And Canada keeps our farmers and others out. Look forward to seeing them tomorrow. I love it. Then Prime Minister Trudeau, this is more from Trump. Prime Minister Trudeau is being so indignant, bringing up the relationship that the U.S., Canada, and Canada have had over the many years and all sorts of things. But he doesn't bring up the fact they charge us up to 300% on dairy, hurting our farmers, killing our agriculture. I just like the one looking forward to seeing them tomorrow. Like all of a sudden, boys, you're going you're gonna to actually be playing ball with someone who has history in business. Someone who's done this stuff, right? Someone who's done it. As the president liked to call Jeb and a whole bunch of guys that were on the stage with him, lightweights, lightweights. Deal with these people. You know, the, you know... <laughs> You know the stone busters I used to have to put up with in New York to get things done? By the way, let's hear a Jeff Flake, because he talked about the, um, President Trump talked about the Canadian surplus. They, nobody really knows. Do we run a surplus with Canada, or do they run a surplus with us? Because people are like, oh, Trump's so stupid. Matter of fact, let's, where's the, uh, oh yes, 29, fast one, Jeff Flake on the Senate floor yesterday where nobody was really listening. Here we go. Canada is our largest trading partner. A trading partner, coincidentally, with whom we have a trade surplus. Oh, and the president gets it wrong. He does sound very elitist and snobby, doesn't he? I told you that. Yeah, you did. I can't connect to this guy. I just want to shut him out. Don't, thank shut you. Shut him out. Uh, so there's a story in Bloomberg that I found. Trump may actually be right about the trade deficit with Canada. Despite what Jeff Flake just said. Does the U.S. run a trade deficit or surplus with Canada? It depends where you look. Canadian officials tend to take to use U.S. data to make their case, right? But Statistics Canada data show it's Canada with the surplus in goods and services, totaling $14.6 billion last year, meaning 2016, by the way. Uh, Canada uses our Bureau of Economic Analysis to figure out that we had a $7.7 billion surplus, but if you look at Statistics Canada, which is funny, their own, they got the surplus. Now, why, why, what, what, how does that happen? What's going on? One of the okay, here's an example, right? It says here it could be argued Canada's statistics agency is overstating exports. Canadian businesses often import goods from third countries like China and then re export those goods to America. Statistics Canada records that as a Canadian export, U.S. data would record that as an import from China, not Canada. says here, though, U.S. data may be failing to capture some Canada exports, particularly services that are much more difficult to measure than goods. Okay. Anyway, they go back and forth on this stuff, but um, 
it, it's weird that they they count certain things differently than we do. So Trump's using the ones that that the weird accounting things, the the things they bring in from other countries, then shove down to us. We count those as those coming from other countries. It's not like Canada's making that stuff. We can go directly to whatever companies our country's making it and import it that way. So I believe Canada's a bit off, a bit off on that. Anyway, we're going to get to some more Jeff Flake uh, because we can, and we'll do that. We have Kelly Ward coming in at seven ten. I'll get you a couple sound bites or at least one coming up uh, where he, I mean, he really was going after President Trump, and it re- it's just. Really remarkable, really pathetic. We'll play some more with uh, with Kelly Ward in studio as well because she released a powerful press release uh, going after Flake. That's coming up, 6.52, back in four, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Hello. What's up? Incredible morning already. It always seems to be, right? Am I right or am I right? Garrett Lewis with you, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most Stimulating talk. I'm almost getting choked up. It's so incredible what's going on today. Uh, there are three things I think you need to know. Number one, the president off uh, to the G7 summit where he's already told these people, uh, I'm going to leave early because this is, no, he doesn't say this is amateur hour, but I'm telling you, it, it just really is. He's going to leave a little early tomorrow before everything closes to head to Singapore for the big uh, summit with Kim Jong-un. And the Trumpsters having a little uh, Twitter war, having some fun with the French president and Canadian prime minister about trade and tariffs and stuff like that. Uh, and I love it when he ends it with a tweet of uh, pointing out how they're wrong and looking forward to seeing them tomorrow. I think it was, I think that was so good. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, a leaker has been found, a major leaker. Now the question is, was this guy working with anyone? Any, the guy that was in charge of security for the Senate Intelligence Committee apparently had a three-year little uh, fling with uh, a reporter who was getting all kinds of inside info. FBI has text messages, emails, phone calls. Everything with this guy, uh, 58-year-old guy that has worked for 29 years as uh, security for the Senate Intelligence Committee. You want to talk about deep state? There you go. He was leaking everything to his uh, New York Times reporter girlfriend. Oh, boy, she was working at BuzzFeed before that, everything. Now I want to know, is this guy going to sing like a canary and say, yeah, I got this from Senator blah, 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 and blah, 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 and they wanted me to do this, and it it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me. Third thing I think you need to know uh, CNN with a story. CNN. I just love the headline. GOP Senate candidate Martha McSally's office removes video of her praising DACA. Oh, she continues to hide from her past. But, uh, you know, as, as you know, she said, uh, I'm, I'm tough. Uh, I told people, you know, grow a pair of ovaries and make it happen. So uh, she is removing her her past soft spot for illegal immigration. She's trying and it just makes her look very, very bad. Three things I think you need to know. Now, to uh, talk about this and so many other things, the timing is impeccable. Uh, Kelly Ward, who doesn't hide from this stuff, um, because uh, Martha still hasn't called us back or returned to emails or anything about coming on the show and talking about things, which not very good. But, Kelly, how you doing? So good to see you. Hey, Garrett, I'm glad to be here. Hey, maybe Martha will call you because she'll want equal time. Th- that's fine. You know, it, come on. Hey, however, here's the good thing about this, is that the Supreme Court ruled on music stations. That's applicable. Here, I could say no, but I'm more than happy to have her on. Of course, I know you are. More than happy I've, to have I've her heard on. you offer many, many times. Yeah. Did she ever get back to you about the debate? No, 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 not yet. Uh, you know, no. and, and I've been kind of disappointed because one of my supporters sent me a message and said she was in touch with the GOP and with mm-hmm. the RNC in particular, and that the RNC has sent down an edict from on high to all state GOP leaders that says, 
do not hold any debates unless all candidates agree equally. So because I want debates, I want to stand up on a stage Mm -hmm. side by side with my competitors so that the voters can see us in a head to head matchup under pressure, Mm -hmm. discussing the issues, discussing the policies that we want to see implemented in Washington, D.C., discussing our records in, you know, in public because I want that and my other two uh, opponents don't. Mm -hmm. Then the GOP just has to say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, electorate. You all just have to make this decision based on fluff mail pieces that come into your your house Mm -mm. or on these ads that come on television and try to convince you that someone is something they aren't. And Martha is proving again and again she is a flip-flop border hawk, and she can't hide her liberal record. It's right out there. She's only been there for three years, for goodness mm. sake, and her record is abysmal. She's an F-rated congresswoman by every conservative group out there. Heritage, conservative union, uh, freedom works, conservative review and her liberty score is abysmal. And so... I'm sure, I mean, I know why she's trying to do it. She's seen her mentors, John McCain and Jeff Flake, do it and win. But I think the American people and the people of Arizona have woken up and have smartened up. And with President Trump in the White House and the things that he did on the campaign trail, things will be different for Arizona. We can get a true conservative that is honest, that's accessible, that's authentic, that's that's also competent, capable, and qualified into the U.S. Senate from our great state. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to get there and do it. Well, are you uh, are you getting any converts? I mean, because every once in a while, and, and by the way, you're going to be at the Beer Club for Men for Us, which is awesome. It's going to be on June 21st. Very excited about that at Mr. On's. Yes. Um, and, and you could come out and meet Kelly and ask her questions and all kinds of stuff. And then I'll just be in the in the background. Maybe this time I don't have to work hard. I could just sit back. You could do all the work and talk to people, and I could actually sit back and have a beer for once. I can't wait. Um. I'm just wondering, because I had a guy come up to me and says, why are you so tough on, on Martha McSally? And, I'm, and I looked at him, I'm, I'm like, I'm not trying to be a jerk. Do you listen? Do you listen to the show? So I'm wondering, are people coming up to you? Because look, last month, it was out there in public. She said, please take my name. I don't want to be a co-sponsor anymore for a bill that would offer amnesty to, uh, to DACA people. Right? right. And then all of a sudden, we find out today, again, they are trying to hide a video of her demanding uh, protections for DACA people saying that my constituents are worried about this to John Kelly. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like it's it's coming out bit by bit by bit. Are you having people come up to you and say, I had no idea, but now I do? Yes. And I mean, people understand she's a flip-flop border hawk that before October 25th, she was all for open borders. She voted nine times, nine times mm. for amnesty just in September she was demanding that Paul Ryan hear this amnesty bill, that it was it, it had to be done because that was the direction our country needed to go in. Well, what people don't realize is that on October 24th, Jeff Flake decided not to seek reelection. Mm-hmm. He was just going to retire. And so on October 25th, you know, Martha tried to change her her stripes and become a pro-Trump person because we all know that she she didn't campaign for him. No. She let Hillary win her district by five points. She still won't admit who she voted for. She says, not your business. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just so disingenuous. And I think people are are extremely tired of the campaign conservatism and then the liberal legislating. And yes, I do have people coming up all the time. Uh, I have people messaging me on Facebook at Kelly Ward AZ, by the way, um, telling me that, oh, they thought they were going to be for her because she got this thing in the mail that she's a, 
a pilot. Um, and the, but once they heard all that I oh, have to man. offer, they're coming over. Every forum I attend that she yeah. doesn't, people come and say, I was thinking about Martha, but I'm on Team Ward now. Really? And we are bringing the heat to drain the swamp in Washington. So we're excited. Okay, fantastic. Kelly Ward, by the way, is in studio right now on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Now, uh, speaking of I mean, things that, that happen, I mean, she tweets out stuff. I find it uh, telling and interesting that McCain, Flake, all they do is bash Trump on Twitter. Uh, even when good things happen, the economy, North Korea, hopefully something good will happen there. Uh, all they want to do is attack. And Jeff Flake gave a, I mean, it was a really a ridiculous speech on the Senate floor yesterday. As a matter of fact, Ryan, can we play a highlight real quick? Um, one of the 32. I want to get your reaction to this part of the Jeff Flake speech because you put out a press release basically condemning Jeff Flake for this. Yes. And Martha McSally is McSilent on it. Like she literally, <laughs> she literally isn't saying, I mean, it's telling that now, the president doesn't need defenders, but you should be able to say, look, this was wrong. And this is why, because they have no problem Flake and McCain pointing out why the president's wrong in their mind. Right. I didn't hear him right. point out one thing that was wrong about Barack Obama. It, exactly. And that, that's what's fun. Listen to what Jeff Flake said. This is part of the speech he gave on the Senate floor that nobody listened to. Here we go. But no more. Instead, we find ourselves today led by those who express admiration for authoritarianism, authoritarianism in Russia, in China, in the Philippines, and other places who make common cause with bullies, who flirt with tyrants. We see a world descending into an atavistic tribalism, wow. a political primatism, where dealings between nations are driven by fear and antagonism, bullying and threats, taunts and brinkmanship rather than mutual benefit and comity. Yeah, I... Well, remember, he just made this speech after he returned from one of the darkest countries still left on Earth, Cuba, where he met with Raul Castro's lackey, the Mm -hmm. president, with the president of Google, because you know how good Google is. They've got a good heart. They're trying to do everything good. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he makes a speech like that on the Senate floor. Uh, It's 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 unacceptable. And we have to stand up and say no more. Now, of course, just right after that, I, I put out a great ad saying that, you know, we we're we're embarrassed by Jeff Flake and Martha's worse. Mm hmm. Um. Want to get your take also, really quick, before we go to break, and I have much more to talk about. Um, the G7 summit, the trade deal, the tariffs. I know nobody really likes tariffs. Mm-hmm. Um, president says, listen, I, basically he's saying, I don't like tariffs either, but it, it's not fair. We're, we're having to pay a lot more to get our stuff into countries, so we're going to be reciprocal. What's your take on the president? Do you, you know, do you think it's negotiation? Do you think it's it's going to be for a long time? Do you think he's right in doing what it's doing? Will it have any damage to our economy? Right. I mean, I think he's a master negotiator. Come on. He, he is out there and he's doing the right thing. This president would never do anything to knowingly harm the United States, the United States worker, the United States farmer, United States manufacturing, United States citizens. He is out there trying to level the playing field. Now, of course, I'd love to see a world free of all tariffs Mm -hmm. and that we had free and open trade, that we were able to do business all around the world. But as we see, I mean, even with Canada, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, Canada's given it given it to us because we're talking about tariffs on on goods going, you know, their goods coming in here. But look at what they're doing to our milk. Look at what they're doing to our products. So um, I think that the goal is to have other countries remove tariffs from 
our goods so that we can get to free, fair, and reciprocal trade, which is not what we have right now. And, and you know, under Obama and under other presidents, nobody had the gumption, I'll, I'll say, <laughs> mm-hmm. to, to stand up and do the right thing. And I loved hearing, hearing the president say, well, they didn't fix it before me, so I'll fix it now. <laughs> and I look forward to seeing that fix, and I look forward to being a part of fixing that with him. If we have strong people in the legislative branch, in the, in the Congress and in the Senate, mm-hmm. we're going to go a long way to making America great again and keeping America great in 2018 and 2020 and beyond. Well, okay, we're going to continue with Kelly Ward, who's in studio now on KNST AM seven ninety, talking about border security because there was a uh, uh, there was a behind closed doors meeting with the the they, I love what they call them moderates. It's the open border Republican, the Chamber of Commerce once. Um, what they want, I want to get your take on it when we get back. Uh, what they want, what they're pushing for, what you would push for uh, when it comes to border security because they don't really want to change much when it comes to the visa, to, uh, well, the uh, the chain migration part of it and things like that. We'll get details and get your take on that coming up. Kelly Ward in studio with me. Garrett Lewis on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. All right, let's do it. It's uh, 726 on this Friday. Thank you for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you. Uh, going to be a chilly 106 degrees out today that's the high 105 tomorrow 104 on sunday 79 already kelly ward is in studio with me and uh we just did a facebook live so follow me on facebook and like me there facebook.com slash garrett lewis radio and then of course kelly ward's social media is ridiculously huge that's right at kelly ward kelly kelly ward az kelly with an i there you go um so uh again on the heels of this giant story which i, I think it's a huge story Martha McSally's office removes a video from YouTube where she praised DACA and was trying to get protection for DACA people when John Kelly was the Homeland Security Secretary. Uh, they literally just removed it. I mean, the honesty is gone. People are, they're sick of the phoniness. Yes. Right? They're sick of this fake stuff. Well, you remember who tried to purge their record with bleach bit and destroying oh, things with a hammer? <laughs> um, you know, Martha can try to purge this liberal record, yep. but it's not going away. Mm-hmm. It's public record. No matter if you take down a YouTube video, you you know... You still did it. You still voted for amnesty. You still said the wall didn't, you know, wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, you still went up against the president. All of those things are still true. Yes, they are. Um, by the way, before we get to the, uh, the the meeting yesterday, this just occurred to me because again, Martha is silent on this. Um, you have some Republicans that agree with the president that a spy was put into uh, his campaign, mm-hmm. right? Um, some big time Matt Gates actually is calling for Paul Ryan to, to beat it. Congressman Gates, we played that yesterday in the show. Uh, and, and then you have Paul Ryan say, no, 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 I don't have to see any evidence. Martha hasn't said a word about that. What's your take on this situation? Well, I think that they did have someone in there. They, they want to use semantics and say it wasn't a spy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, was it a mole? Mm-hmm. Was it a, a confidential informant? I mean, it, it was someone that wasn't part of the campaign who was potentially within the inner circle, collecting information about what was going on politically and the way the Trump campaign was attempting to win to become the next president of the United States under the guise of and protection of of um, intelligence gathering and law enforcement. Uh, you know, it, it's it's appalling to think that that's going on inside our government, utilizing government agencies and entities for political gain and against your political opponents. And again, that that's what actually happens in authoritarian regimes yes. that Jeff Flake says that Donald Trump is. Uh, right. I mean, he never he was actually happy that his buddy Obama called him after he said, I'm not going to run anymore. 
Um, and, and, and of course, McCain admitted Obama called him and thanked him for voting to keep Obamacare alive. Yes. And this then they we were have. happy about it. They were celebrating yeah. it. Just just like Martha celebrated voting for the budget busting omnibus yes. bill, uh, along with Kirsten Cinema. I mean, if you want, uh, you know, two two twins <laughs> that that are for increasing the size of government, decreasing the size of the citizens, those two are them. Uh, I was up in Kingman and, you know, I said, um, they both seem to be trying to campaign as me, mm-hmm. um, but we don't need an imitation. You that, can have the real thing. You're right, vote, that, vote Ward. All those, all these Kirsten Cinema, uh, you know, short, you know, photo ops. Yeah. They try to make her look like something she's not. Of course, you know, and that's and it's the same. You're right. It's the same thing with Martha, and we see this real quick. Uh, Breitbart News says sources tell them. Behind closed doors, Republicans were trying to figure out some kind of an amnesty. Paul Ryan wants it to happen. Um, get this. They said they would end two categories of chain migration, um, but they'd keep two big ones, in which citizens can bring their parents and unmarried adult kids to America. And on top of that, when it comes to the diversity visa lottery, they would actually uh, end that, but take those visas and use them for other things to bring in people H-1B, H-2B, whatever, to try to take American jobs. Right, and don't forget, they want to get rid of E-Verify because yes. they want cheap foreign yeah. labor. That That's one of the issues with my party is um, is that hypocrisy because really our platform says that we want a secure border and that we want legal immigration that is for great economic prosperity for our country and for the people that are coming in. And instead, they try to make loopholes and, and wiggle room for people who won't fulfill those 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 criteria it's got to stop i mean we do have to fund and build the wall that has to be first and foremost not only as a symbol of a right and a wrong way to come into this country but also as a significant detriment to the people that are trying to bring bad things in here Mm -hmm. trafficking in weapons trafficking in drugs and trafficking in people well and again gotta stop yeah and you you talk to the republican party all the time and and i know since you're honest you give them grief they don't, they don't seem to like that. Well, Politico said I give them yeah. a headache. Yes. I, I, I'm sorry. There's a, there's Excedrin out there. Yeah. But really, um, just get on board with Ward and the headache goes away yeah. like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you look at the polls that, that came out. CBS News and YouGov did a poll. Uh, 44% of Hispanics polled said immigration is making their lives worse. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about illegal immigration, by the way, too. That's right. Uh, and 45% of uh, black Americans say their neighborhood and lives have been worse because of illegal immigration. Yes. It, it's a winning issue. It is because, well, I mean, the the minority communities across the board, especially legal immigrant communities, are preyed upon by people who come into our country illegally. And um, the the MS-13 gangs, for example, uh, they are preying on immigrant, legal immigrant communities. And it's it's appalling. We've got to stop it. And the Democrats voted. They, they wouldn't even vote to to prioritize getting rid of MS-13 members who are violent and committing horrific crimes. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with um, with with the people in Washington? I think there's a lot wrong. That's why we've got to drain the swamp. Yes, yes that's right. We're going to have more with Kelly Ward in studio. Uh, I want to talk about North Korea, this whole situation there too. get your take on, on North Korea. Uh, apparently in August, uh, Chuck Schumer wants to concentrate on Obamacare which I think is quite interesting. So we're going to continue with you when we get back. Uh, It is 7.33. Don't go anywhere. By the way, you can hit me up if you want to know any questions. At Garrett Lewis on Twitter. I'll try to get uh, uh, good questions, if they're good, to Kelly. I will judge. It's what I do. Listen, I don't say I can do your job. Simple as that. Uh, We'll continue. Uh, Kelly Warden Studio right now on KNST. It's Fox. Hey, it's a good thing you're here. He has a lot to tell you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Ah, uh, yes. Hello. 
741 on this Friday, June 8th. Thank you for hanging out. Three things that I think you need to know. Number one, uh, President Trump off to the G7 summit in Canada. He's already announced he's going to leave early tomorrow morning before the closing ceremonies to head to Singapore. Because next week is a heck of a week, by the way. Uh, You have Monday the 11th, our time, the 12th in Singapore, the the summit with Kim Jong-un and crowd. Uh, Anyway, the president, and by the way, the 14th is when the IG report is going to be released on the FBI's handling of the Clinton email investigation. Uh, The president has had a bit of a Twitter war with Macron and Trudeau, talking about basically how the EU and Canada is screwing us over in trade, and he ended one of the tweets with, looking forward to seeing them tomorrow, which I just... I love it. You know what he's telling people? I guarantee he's telling people in private. He's lightweights. They don't know what they're doing. Lightweights. He loves to say that. Uh, and they're, they're, I'm sure they're all friends. Listen, he got along with Macron. Remember Macron? The, the kissing, the the handshaking, the awkwardness. Second thing. <laughs> like high school all it over is, again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Second thing that I think you need to know. Yes, the... Uh, the Republicans bet behind closed doors trying to get a deal on amnesty. Um, again, Breitbart is reporting that apparently the uh, the rhinos in there say the plan for illegal aliens would end would only end two categories of chain migration, ending the citizens' ability to import their married adult kids and their brothers and sisters. That's that's it. But they'd still be able to bring in parents and unmarried adult children to America. Uh, they'd end the visa diversity lottery, but. And that's 50,000 visas a year. They take those visas and use them to bring in other people to come to America to work. So that's not good either. Let's just stop with those visas unless we really, really need it. Right? Uh, so that's what's going on there. I don't know if anything's going to happen. I, I hope. I mean, I can't imagine they would do anything, and Trump would never sign it. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know. Uh, is CNN broke this news. This is huge. GOP Senate candidate Martha McSally's office removes video of her praising DACA. Now, why would they do that? To hide the past? Martha McSilence? Martha McFlipflop? I mean, you go with it. What do you want to... Martha McDACA? Martha Mc... Oh, my God. You're welcome. So there you go. The fact that McSally did this stuff. Uh, She was apparently grilling John Kelly when he was the head of Homeland Security at a, a, a committee meeting demanding protections for DACA people, the, the DACA recipients, and, and they scrub that. They don't want people to know about it. But that's what you get with Martha McSilent. You, don't, you can't trust her. Three things that I think you need to know. Um, now, again, this whole situation uh, that is going on uh, with the, uh, the summit in Singapore. Uh, Kelly Ward is in studio with us, by the way. And, again, she's going to be all over. Uh, Southern Arizona this weekend. She's going to be at Benson. Yeah, Benson. Amato. Amato, Tombstone, and Green what, Valley, is it Sierra on, Vista. Is it on your Facebook? Where can people find out? Uh, yeah, it's, it's on the website and it's on the Facebook. If it's not on Facebook, we'll try to get, get it up there before the end of uh, the day. Otherwise, the website? KellyWard.com, K-E-L-L-I-W-A-R-D.com. All right, get information there. So uh, the Trumpster is off to uh, North Korea. And, and, you know, the longstanding policy has always been, you know, you don't negotiate with terrorists, you don't talk to terrorists, you don't talk to dictators, blah, 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 blah. Um, are you shocked at what the president's doing? No, I, I am. I am uh, extremely happy with what he's doing because uh, you can't ignore a problem and expect it to go away. Um, we've we've watched North Korea. We've watched dictator after dictator 
you know, put their people in horrific situations where they don't have electricity, they don't have food, they don't have water. They're expected to have certain haircuts and wear certain clothes. It's it's a very um, regimented, regimented, terrible way to live. And so now I think because we are going from a position of strength, this is a great time to have a beginning of a talk with this, uh, you know, little rocket man over mm-hmm. there that that um, we don't know what's going to happen. But I think it's the first step in the right direction to denuclearizing the Korean peninsula to potentially reuniting the North and South Korea. We'll see to potentially giving these people that live there uh, to bring them into the modern world. Yep. So it's pretty exciting. And And on top of that, I mean, it could really stick it to China. And stick it to Iran as well. Yeah, well, I mean, I hope China gets on board and helps us to um, to curb the enthusiasm mm-hmm. of Kim Jong-un. Uh, and, and we should be taking on Iran together because that radical um, dictatorship there is uh, dangerous to the entire world. It's dangerous to our, our close ally, one of our closest allies, Israel. They want to wipe them from the face of the earth. They would like to wipe the United States from the face of the earth as well. Oh, yeah. So we've got a lot of work to do, and I think that we've got the right guy in the White House right now to do it. Well, how about, by the way, Kelly Waters, who you're listening to right now on KNST AM 790, how about the fact that Jeff Flake, again, goes to make a speech on the Senate floor where he literally labels the president as an authoritarian dictator, Mm -hmm. basically insinuates that uh, he's going to start another depression with these tariffs and, and trade wars. Um, and yet McCain and, and even McSally and Flake all silent on the fact, the latest scandal with Obama, how he skirted you, uh, sanctions to let, uh, Iran, uh, get our currency and, and flip currency with Europe and everything that was not supposed to happen. So they can get money, they could buy things, whatever Obama let happen. And there's nothing but silence from those three. Well, they were silent when he delivered pallets of millions yeah. of dollars, uh, in cash, to you know, mm-hmm. that that seems kind of sketchy yeah. to me and and there wasn't a word not a peep from any of them about how that was wrong the wrong mm-hmm. way to go uh yeah we we hear jeff flake calling out donald trump again and again and again he wrote his book uh you know attacking not only the president but attacking every single person in the country and in our state who supported him and supports him and voted for him. Mm-hmm. He basically wrote a whole book that was about the basket of deplorables. Uh, you know, Hillary got all the glory, but uh, Jeff Flake is picking up the mantle. Uh, by the way, we have the uh, Ryan just got the numbers of sales of books that Jeff Flake had. Uh, yes. <clears throat> I want to make sure I don't. It's a small number, so I want to make sure I can read it correctly. Uh, Two thousand seven hundred sixty eight worldwide sales. Well, I. And, and we did buy one because we needed it for opposition research. <laughs> so you know, one of them was not, not a, exactly a, a wanted purchase. Yeah. We actually took the cover off and hid it under our arm as that's, we walked to the front. We didn't want anyone to see us buying that thing. Funny, that's too much. Um, so all right, yeah, you have a list now. How's the, how's the campaign going? Because you know, I, I don't trust these. Again, it's hard for me to trust after everything that happened in the last election. Any kind of polls. Oh yeah, it, it's really difficult yeah. to do, that, especially when it's it's so random and whatever. Um, how's the election going? Has a fundraising, the enthusiasm, the numbers? Are you feeling confident? Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's going so well. And, and you know, the, the polling does show that I'm leading, leading Martha by nine, leading Joe by 14. 
And what that actually reflects is what we see on the ground every day. I was just in Bullhead City, mm-hmm. Kingman, and Lake Havasu. The week before, I was in Flagstaff. I was in uh, Prescott. Um, you know, this I'm doing my southern Arizona a couple yeah. of days this week. And everywhere I go, it's exactly what I see. People are tired of the swamp. Um, and though they like Joe, they don't want to vote for him. And they're looking for a competent, qualified, capable person, a proven conservative leader with a track record. And they understand that that's what I offer. Our team is amazing. And, and you know, uh, Ed Rollins is one of my senior advisors. It's amazing. Yes. The, Ronald Reagan's campaign manager. Yes. And he's, he says that I'm the face of the new Reagan revolution. Mm-hmm. That is um, just, just so amazing because I think that our country does need that kind of turn back to 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 our families and to our faith and to our constitution and to personal responsibility to lower taxes to prosperity i mean the things were good uh under under ronald reagan and and right after ronald reagan um so i'm looking forward to that we've got volunteers and grassroots support like you would not believe i have people coming up to me all the time when i go out how can i how i think i should volunteer i think i want to volunteer where do they go to volunteer? They do, kellyward.com. You can sign up right there to, to volunteer. We have a great volunteer coordinator in every area, but we've got a great guy down here um, that will take care of you and put you to work. We're making phone calls. We're making uh, hundreds of thousands of phone calls before Election Day. And we vote. We start, you know, early ballots drop soon. We start voting, I think, in a 53, 54 days. Wow. So we've got to get the word out, and we do need the help of every single person. And again, I know I said earlier, and this is Kelly Ward on KNST AIM 790. Real quick, will there ever be a debate? Will there? I know the Is there anything going to happen before the primary? I certainly hope so. Uh, you know, I'm I'm holding out all hope because we, as the voter, deserve to see the options that we have before us. We don't. You know, we have an open Senate seat. Yeah. For goodness' sake, that doesn't happen every day. There's no incumbent to protect because of the power that mm-hmm. they wield. Uh, there, you know, we we. We should be making this big decision based on real facts. And, you know, I'm running to be the 13th senator. We've only had 12, but I'm also running to be you, to be you, Garrett, to be the to be everybody who's out there listening, to be your voice, to be your backbone, to be the person that brings your great ideas to the floor of this of the Senate. And we haven't had that. We haven't had truly a representation in a representative republic in mm-hmm. our state, in the Senate for a very, very long time. So I want to bring that back so that we can. And um, we can be on a path to prosperity and a path to safety and a path path to having health care that we get the free market back into. We'll have to. We talked about in the past. We'll have to do it again. We're just running short on time here. But uh, Kelly, thank you so much for coming in. And you're going to be all over southern Arizona. Go to KellyWard.com for all the information there and uh, safe travels. Okay. thanks so much. I will continue. It's KNST. You know, what's weirder than that is watching them shave your dog. Wait, what? Yeah, they have a camera at Cetra Pet where you can see your dog get groomed. And we would take Apollo down there. We'd watch him shave him. That is weird. Sorry. Now I'm going to judge. You should. You have some sick fetish. It should be a website. Shavedog.com. <laughs> oh, he did a really good job with man. them, too. He always came back with the proofs and all that stuff. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, he had proofs. Proofs? Yeah, he'd have like a, like a fro on top. Big snowball of the tail. The Frenchy Poodle. It's from Chandler. I told you that. The, the Frenchy Frenchy Poodle. <laughs> the Chandler Poodle. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Three Welcome. things. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM seven ninety two. Sons most stimulating talk. Three things that I think you need to know. Number one, the president is off to the G seven. 
He's going to talk to other countries right now. They're not fans of his because he's actually demanding uh, free, reciprocal, fair trade. How about that? What a surprise, huh? Uh, anyway, he had a little Twitter war. Um, a little Twitter war with uh, Macron and Trudeau. And he basically pointed out how the EU and Canada is screwing us over. And then he finishes the tweet by saying, looking forward to seeing them tomorrow, which I thought was so good. He said it yesterday, meaning today, right? Meaning today. Um, by the way, the president this morning, and we could get the audio, he said there will not be a White House invitation for LeBron James or Steph Curry. <gasps> oh, no, that's the worst. That's what they asked for. What do you expect? We're, we're going to lose sleep over that, I'll tell you. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, we're going to bump this up. Uh, Martha McSally, uh-oh, here we go. Which Martha is out there? This is, I mean, this is some, and I'll get your comments. This is a big deal. When, when did... When her campaign is purposefully trying to hide what she's about, that's bad. Martha McSally's office, according to CNN, has removed video of her praising DACA. She did it, and this is like, you know, in a private conversation at a restaurant or whatever. She was questioning then Homeland Security Secretary John Kelly, uh, John Kelly about DACA and immigration. It was at a hearing. And it was scrubbed from the Internet. We'll get to that. Uh, third thing. I think you need to know uh, they got a leaker. Jeff Sessions doing his job. You don't hear that very often, do you? Uh, Jeff Sessions uh, in the uh, DOJ. Trump said, "Define the leakers." Turns out, fifty-eight-year-old guy, James A. Wolf, former Senate Intelligence Panel Security Director, indicted. He'll be in court today. Indicted for allegedly lying to the FBI about all this stuff. Apparently, he was uh, had a three-year relationship with a reporter who used to work for McClatchy, BuzzFeed, now New York Times, getting her information. The FBI has phone calls, text messages, emails, you name it. He was dating Allie Watkins, a reporter. She is not named, but presumed to be reporter number two in the indictment. So this guy was getting it out there. I want to know, were there Republican or Democratic senators working with this guy to get the information to get it out there? Anyway, talk about deep state. This guy served as the, the security director for 29 years. Wow. Three things I think you need to know. Um, and listen, Kirsten Cinema scares the you know what out of me. She does. Uh, but honestly, the Republican Party is going to be, I think, in some deep, deep, deep trouble here. And this is what the Democrats are counting on. I don't think it's going to be a blue wave. Let's just put it that way. What the, Demo- the only thing Democrats can count on is a Republican candidate, no matter where it is, what state, what city, doesn't matter, but they can count a Republican candidate making Republican voters stay home. And I feel Martha McSally is going to make people stay home. It makes me scared because I don't want Kirsten Cinema, right? Um, but the Republican Party better come to the realization of this very, very, very quickly. Uh, and Kelly Ward, again, was on the show, and she'll be at the Beer Club for Men at Mr. Ron's on June 21st. It's a Thursday. Put it on your calendar. I think Martha McSally is going to make Republicans stay home because of the fake. Everything is fake with her. It's just the fakeness and the this. It, it's just it's bad. CNN, out of all places, has this story. A press release from Martha McSally's office in June of 2017, a year ago. Before Jeff Flake said, I'm quitting, and she's like, I'm in. Anyway, this press release highlighted her questioning. They were proud of it. Questioning Homeland Security Secretary John Kelly, that's what he was at the time, about immigration, about DACA, 
The release said McSally questioned John Kelly on Homeland Security's plan to address DACA and whether John Kelly could assure her, Martha, that DACA recipients would be protected from deportation. She is quoted in the press release, quote, these children were brought here at no fault of their own. In Arizona, there are 57,000 of them. Uncertainty brings fear to my constituents in this position. Can you assure me that they will be protected? That's a big deal. They were proud of that. It's now gone. There was a link to the YouTube video in that press release. CNN clicked on it. Gone. Gone. It was either made private or deleted. Two other videos from the hearing also included in the press release, neither DAC related, are still available and online. So they purposely, her people purposely went in there and took that video out. That is what I call amateur hour. And we are so past, whether it's Trump, whether it's PC this or whatever, we are so past being lied to, aren't we? I mean, we've really had our eyes open over the past three years, I'd say. Three years. I don't want to give it any more than that. I I really don't. I mean, Jeff Flake won in 2012 after telling people he's an Arizona conservative, which I guess he was truthful. I guess that means you're an open borders person, right? Anyway, Martha McSally uh, is hiding from her past. And if anything, what, what politicians need to realize is that we're very forgiving people. Whether it's politicians, whether it's movie stars, athletes, second chances, we, we're all about that. Is we, if people are humble and apologize or talk about things they've done and how they've changed and why they've changed, we accept that. Donald Trump was a friggin' Democrat. Right? He was. Donald Trump has said some crazy stuff. Donald Trump has had affairs. Donald Trump has, he said things. And we accepted it because we believed that he was going to be honest when he wanted to crack down on illegal immigration, build a wall, cut taxes, put America first, and he's coming through. We said, we're, you know what? Not, not everybody's perfect. I don't know why. Politicians, and this is what happens, right? Donald, again, Donald Trump, for not being a politician, is rewriting the book. You have the political consultant class that's in Washington, D.C. and around the country trying to tell these people this. If you want to get elected, you have to follow our rules. This is what it takes. It doesn't take that anymore. People see right through it. They see through phoniness. All you have to be is genuine. People make mistakes. We get it. Right? If Martha would say, listen, I was this way, I re- I've, I've changed. You might not believe it. You can believe it. You can choose not to. I don't care. But I'm telling you, I now realize why this is bad, and here's why, and this is what I'm going to If she said that, we'd be like, well, she's being honest. But instead of being honest, what does she do? She runs. And let me tell you who is running the Martha McSally campaign. John McCain. It's the same John McCain people. When let me take you back. If you're new to the show, whatever it is, um, when Martha announced, when, when did we ask her to be on? How many months ago was it? It was a while ago, a wasn't lot. it? Yeah. Um. Anyway, Ryan sent an email because she has her own scheduler that won't get back to us, right? For her congressperson job, and then she hired a PR company to run her Senate bid, and. 
it's like mercury something or something like that. I think that's what it is, right? Anyway, Ryan got in contact with the PR company. Apparently, the PR company didn't know that uh, we'd actually ask tough questions and Martha hates us. Or just, I don't, Martha doesn't like us. Right? Oh, that's it. Cool. Um, Mercury, Mercury LLC. That's the PR company. So Ryan talked to this woman named Andrea. Right? That's the one you talked to. Andrea Bozik. And Andrea Bozik confirmed with Ryan, this is going back to January of this year, that Martha would be on the show. He talked to her on a Friday, confirmed that she'd be on the show on Monday, right? On Monday. Well, uh, next thing you know, Ryan gets an email on Saturday night saying, sorry, I didn't realize that Martha has a breakfast that morning. She's not available, but please be in touch. We'll reschedule soon or something like that. Never rescheduled, never got back to us. So I simply did a Google search of this Andrea Bozek, and it went to the Mercury LLC website, and it said that she was part of the John McCain for President campaign in 2008. It's the same people, the same stuff. And I'm sorry, John McCain ran a loser campaign in 2008. And these are the people giving Martha McSally advice, which is why they do stupid things like, hey, let's just hide everything that she's done in the past that makes people mad. Right? Let's hide it all. Let's get her off that co-sponsored bill, which they did last month. She has to be off of it so she wouldn't be attached to uh, a bill that she co-sponsored that would have given amnesty to illegal aliens. And then this one, praising DACA and fighting for DACA people, let's just get rid of that one too. This is what happens. It's the same politicians with the same political class where they lie to us all the time. They, they, they're lying. They're deceitful. And then these same politicians want to rip Trump for being a liar, which cracks me up. And they want they these people lie and lie and lie. And then these same PR companies that encourage the lying and the, and the deceitfulness try to paint this picture of a perfect human being, right? Somebody you want you, you, your, your kid to look up to, to model themselves after. Give me a break. Give me a break. But that's what's happening. So Martha McSally, she's in big trouble, man. I mean, people see this. It's out there. I put this story on my Facebook page, by the way. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Uh, I believe I tweeted it out as well. At Garrett Lewis there. Share it. I mean, it's there. You know, the fact that Martha won't even go on a radio show. A radio show. What are, you, what are you trying to hide? We can disagree on stuff. It's okay. By the way, you know what this also shows? Um, them trying to scrub her from pushing amnesty, promoting amnesty, and supporting amnesty. Goes to show you how much of a winning issue illegal immigration is if you want to do it the right way. If you want a border wall. If you want to make sure there's no amnesty. If you want to make sure you cut down on everything, the visa diversity lobby, the the chain migration, you will win because that's what people want. If people wanted amnesty, they would have left these damn videos up there. They'd have let her be a co-sponsor. This is a winning thing. She's a mess. A flat-out friggin' mess. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I have more on this. We got to get to some Trump sound bites. We have... Uh, we have all kinds of stuff. You could comment as well. I mean, this is a pretty bad thing. This is a pretty pathetic thing that that happened, right? 
Pretty pathetic thing. And you can comment. 880-KNST, 880-5678. By the way, uh, Martha McSally um, was asked for comment by CNN. It says here multiple times. And uh, shockingly, she didn't talk to them either. That's why they give you this whole big, you know, schlub pre-done spin. I'm a fighter pilot. I'm a this, I'm a that. I'm a this whole big thing that has nothing to do with anything you care about. And it's called filibustering to get through an event. Uh, 822, we'll continue in five. Don't go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Gary Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Shen. Sorry, I had to get a swing of coffee. What's happening? 829, Garrett Lewis with you. Going to be 106 degrees today. Get out your winter hat. We're already in the 80s as uh, it is 85 at 829. Holy smokes. Again, I have that Martha Mc uh, flip-flop story. <laughs> Martha Martha Mc remove story. Um, You're going to make not want to make come on our show. Oh, yeah. that Now, now she's not going to come on the show. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Um, again, that story's on my uh, page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis radio, like it and follow it at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. Again, she, uh, scrubbing everything, everything in her past is being scrubbed. Martha McScrubber. You know what? Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. I'm going now. See, now I'm doing it. She's going to be like, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Show. Now I had guy too, man. <laughs> hate him. Um, so we'll get your comments on uh, this whole situation. Just be patient. Be patient, please. Uh, we have Trump going to the G7 where he is uh, going to put America first, which is going to piss off everybody else. I think it's beautiful. My my quick take on this situation, too, by the way, with North Korea. And what a week again we have ahead. We have uh, we have the, the summit. It's going to be Monday night into Tuesday because they're going to be in Singapore and it's a time difference. Uh, Thursday, the IG report comes out about, about the uh, FBI's mishandling and maybe illegal stuff about the Hillary Clinton email investigation, which should be another big thing. Uh, now I think the whole, I think China is sweating this whole North Korea thing. And so should Iran, by the way, because North Korea was, uh, was basically doing business, giving weaponry to Iran. They're doing business. They're supplying China with what they need for weaponry. On top of that, this is a whole, I'm telling you, this, this is a very, very, very good thing. And again, we're the largest economy in the world. They need us. Everybody needs us. It's not even close. And Trump's playing that hand. No other president did because I guess they wanted to be nice. Whatever. I want you to hear uh, Trump real quick. Do we have that Trump soundbite real fast? Trump doing what Trump always does. He's walking a helicopter to take him to Air Force One. And on the way, he starts getting yelled at by the uh, reporters. And he has fun with them. And he's, he starts uh, answering questions and things like that. Uh, so they somebody asked about pardons. L- listen to this. Here we go. There will be more pardons. Uh, I thought Alice yesterday was beautiful. I thought Jack Johnson, which was recommended by Sylvester Stallone and some great boxers, I thought Jack Johnson was a great one. I'm thinking about somebody that you all know very well, and he went through a lot, and he wasn't very popular then. And he wasn't very popular then. No, I'm not thinking about OJ. But he's not. Only you could say OJ. <laughs> so only you could say OJ. Only you. You know, why isn't Melania going to the G7? What's uh, She hates that guy, but she can't fly for a month, he told the media today, because of her surgery. Yep. 
Um, I have uh, I have one more. Uh, I want throw me up over there real real quick. One more classic Trump from this morning. This is why I love this guy. Listen to what he says to the media. Here we go. I can't hear your question, Don. Too much competition. Go ahead. Don, you're not prepared. You, I can't believe she's not prepared. See, they're shocked, right? We'll bring it up. Yeah, we'll bring it up. I have work. I have about 15 boxes of work. I will be able to work without being bothered by phone calls where you people are writing fake stories about me and we have to respond. Now, seriously, I mean, I have a lot of work that's on the plane, so kind of a <laughs> I love it. It's so good. All right, we'll get a reaction about uh, Martha McSilent and Martha McScrubber and all this other stuff. Uh, we have more stories. we got Jeff Flake. Uh, what Jeff Flake said on, on the Senate floor is uh, it was just, it was disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Um, and again, McSilent not saying a word, defending the president, saying, hey, Flake, maybe you shouldn't say this. It's not true, blah, blah, blah. Nothing about that. We'll get to all that. Your reaction. Don't go anywhere. 833 on KNST. Here's Fox. Eating talk. Word. What's happening? How you doing? 841. Three things that I think you need to know. Number one. The Trumpster's off to the G7. He said this morning he thinks it should be the G8, that Russia should be in there as well. That'll make a whole bunch of people angry. They're a large economy. Uh, he He's going to just put, put America first. Apparently there's actually a story out there that uh, Angela Merkel is going to try to get the New World Order done and try to counter, uh, trying to counter Trump. She wants Europe to unite to take on America in that aspect. What a great, uh, what a great ally, huh? Uh, how about you pay your fair share for NATO? How about that? Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's what the Trumpster's doing. I'll get to his tweets, which I thought were epic also. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, Martha McSally's office scrubbed a video of her sticking up for DACA recipients. They scrubbed it off the Internet, off a press release they gave out last June. It was at a hearing where she was questioning then Homeland Security Secretary John Kelly, demanding that DACA recipients be protected and not targeted, asking what you're going to do to protect them. Uh, all of a sudden, they realized that's a loser, so they literally scrubbed it from the websites. Uh, and they refused. CNN broke that story, and they refused to give any answers to CNN. Isn't that just great? Isn't that just awesome? She's very trustworthy, isn't she? Third thing, I think you... And by the way, if you're a Martha supporter, I'd love to hear from you. And let me know why you are still that way. That's okay. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that uh, a leaker has been found. 58-year-old James A. Wolf, former Senate Intelligence Panel Security Director, indicted for lying to the FBI, allegedly lying to the FBI. Uh, 29 years. He's a deep stater. He apparently had a three-year fling with a reporter, uh, Allie Watkins, New York Times. She worked New York Times, uh, McClatchy, Politico. Um, FBI has text messages, emails, phone calls, all kinds of stuff. He also had contacts with two other reporters. And he lied about what he did with them. Not good. Leaker? There you go. But the question is, were there senators working with him on that Senate Intelligence Committee? Try to make Trump look bad. We will see. Three things that I think you need to know. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. I got some great emails on this really quick. Here's one. Uh, McSilent now running as a Trump-supporting border hawk, yet she's still silent on all the attacks on Trump. I said that. 
especially from Flake and McCain. Won't come on a radio show with thousands of listeners to make the point. Won't debate opponents, which, if nothing else, would be good practice for debates with Kirsten Cinema, which I don't see how she can avoid. She's exactly the McCain-molded losing Republican we have all come to know too well. There are tens of thousands of Trump conservatives who would like a reason to vote for her, but apparently, yeah, she won't. She has ovaries. It's one of the reasons. She's if she was tough enough to take terrorists, uh, take on terrorists, she's not scared of liberals in Congress. That's what she said, right? It was in her commercial. It was in her, uh, her opening video. Grow a pair of ovaries yeah. and get the job done. There you go. Which, by the way, uh, is something that you should probably never tell your wife when wanting dinner. And she's like, I'm tired. And you're like, grow a pair of ovaries and get the job done. That's probably not going to go over too well. What about getting your shirts ironed? And she's tired. I would recommend not doing that also. But that's just me trying to give us some good, uh, good advice. Grow a pair of ovaries and go to sleep, kids. Mm. Again, I would also stay away from that one. Oh. Right? Uh, what about... Um... I would stay away from all those. Hang on, let's uh, let's go to uh, Mark. Mark, welcome to KNST. Hello, Mark. Good morning, Garrett. That is imperious, bro. Yes, sir. Be a hundred five today. Oh, he sounds like a C3P. I'm sorry, your phone stinks, dude. Yep. Uh, it's it's probably not your phone. It's not you. It's the connection. Uh, maybe it's Russia. I don't know. Sorry, you've been waiting, and uh, but I just I can't. It makes me want to change the channel when that happens. Okay. That that. That's what it comes down to. Um, by the way, one of the things about uh, this North Korean, and next week's going to be ridiculous. Like I've said, the North Korean summit and on the 14th, the IG report going to be released. Um, all of a sudden, people are saying Trump doesn't work hard enough. Trump didn't. He doesn't work hard enough. Uh, Mike Pompeo said since uh, he'd always briefed Trump because he's the head of the CIA about North Korea. And then when he became secretary of state, he said he talks at least uh, 10 hours a week with Trump about North Korea. This is what people understand. The politicians, they love to, they have egos, man, right? What do politicians love to do? They love to go out and tout how great they are and go on radio and TV. And what, that's, what, that's what they like to do. They never really get things done. They kind of just float on by. That's all. They, they work to get reelected. Trump's a guy that comes from the business world, wants results. You don't think this guy works? That's why the soundbite I played right before we went to news. He said, I have 15 boxes of work I have to go through. People don't think that he doesn't, he doesn't work. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Um, matter of fact, uh, uh, where's, where's this soundbite? Where, where is it right here? Matter of fact, let's, let's hear a couple of things from Trump. This is a pretty good one. Talking about uh, unfair trade practices, everything else. And then he talks about North Korea. Throw me up over there. I have it over here. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. Here we go. The report says, but I guess it just got announced it's coming out on June 14th. Yes, yeah, the report. So that'll be maybe a nice birthday present. Who knows? We're going to deal with the unfair trade practices. If you look at what Canada, Mexico, the European Union, all of them have been doing to us for many, many decades. We have to change it. And they understand it's going to happen. What are you going to do with pay for an agreement without We are going to do very well. Now, if we're unable to make a deal, we'll terminate NAFTA. We'll have a better deal. If we are unable to make a deal, 
we will be better off. Right now, uh, we are not going to live with the deals the way they are. European Union treats us very unfairly. Canada, very unfairly. Mexico, very unfairly. With that being said, I think we'll probably very easily make a deal. Go ahead. Were you serious about really not needing to prepare? I didn't say that. I said I've been preparing all my life. I always believe in preparation, but I've been preparing all my life. You know, these one-week preparations, they don't work. Just ask Hillary what happened to her in the debate. So uh, I've been preparing for this all my life. And frankly, it's really just the fake news, because if you run, Peter, just a little bit longer, the clip, you would see, I've really been preparing all my life. I said that, but of course, you know, the news doesn't pick that up, because it's fake news. <laughs> In the reason, what do you mean the whole life? What? He's been studying issues. I'm telling you, know, this is what cracks me up. People really believe that he just randomly thought of the idea to run for president. Again, this is just me. People just randomly believe that Trump was like one day in the year 2014. I think maybe I'll run for president. I think he made that decision probably in the late 90s. Late 90s, early 2000s. And he's always been up on stuff. So to act as if he doesn't know what's going on with North Korea and the media actually believes that. Are are you nuts? Anyway, I thought when I heard him say that, and especially that that awesome soundbite, <laughs> you're preparing for a week. Just ask Hillary. It doesn't work that way. Ask her how well that worked out. <laughs> but that's what politicians generally do. I'm telling you, they have no work ethic. They think a work ethic is going around to... Being driven around, treated like a rock star celebrity, and they talk to people. Oh, a good day of work, right? That's not work. That's not work. Finally, I have a guy that actually works, and they don't know how to handle it. All right, uh, eight eight uh, fifty. We'll continue in five. I'll get. I promise. Listen, I didn't get a chance to say that. We had Kelly Ward in here, which was fantastic. But then that just cuts down on me being able to talk. And, and you know, I want to be able to talk to you. And we have other things to talk about, including some of the dopey things that insane Jeff Flake had to say. We only played one soundbite or made one and a half. Oh, wait till you hear what this, this guy in the much. Senate. And, and it's a lot. And I got one guy saying, why do you give him airtime? Just to show how much of an imbecile he is. And again, to point out how McSilent doesn't say anything. There's reasons for all this stuff. And it's entertaining. Don't go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Sun's most stimulating talk. Hello, 908. It's Friday. It's June 8th. You feeling all right? You doing well? It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need uh, to know. Uh, Number one. Number one. uh, The president is off to the G7 summit, right? He's, He's off. He's going there. And uh, it's America first. It's pretty much going to be Trump versus everybody else. Trump versus Europe. Canada. It's Trump versus everybody else. I really don't think that's fair. Uh, For everybody else. I'm with with you. Exactly. Story in Bloomberg. Merkel urges Europe to step up in Trump's new world order. I wish you the best of luck. Uh, When it comes to trade, tariffs, he is owning these countries. He's fighting for America. Why is that a bad thing? 
Anyway, uh, we'll get to some some tweets that he sent to um, Macron and uh, and uh, Trudeau, which I thought were epic. We'll get to all that stuff. But he's going there, and then uh, he's going to leave early tomorrow. He already said he's going to skip the climate portion of it, which is awesome. We'll see what happens. It's got to be good deals for America. That's what he's about, and it's about damn time. It seems simple, doesn't it? Uh, second thing that I think you need to know is uh, that Martha McSally's office, according to CNN, McSally's office has removed a video of her praising DACA. It was attached to a press release from June of last year. Her office put out a press release where she was asking John Kelly, who was then the head of Homeland Security, what are you going to do to protect DACA people? They're in my, in my, uh, they're part of my constituents. What are you going to do? Well, they took that video off, and CNN has asked repeatedly for comments, and the McSally office and campaign will not respond. She's hiding everything she has done, trying to be crafted into what they believe people want. Isn't that, isn't that funny how that, that works? Be who you are. We either vote for you or we don't. You go get a job somewhere else. Third thing that I think you need to know is, uh, oh, yeah, 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 the, uh, the Republican plan. The Republican plan for immigration. This is not getting a lot of press either. They met behind closed doors yesterday, all these Republicans, and apparently the, uh, the rhinos are trying to get their way. The rhinos are trying to keep certain aspects. Uh, the rhinos are trying to stop border funding, border wall funding, until DACA gets done. Isn't that nice? Not supposed to work that way. They also uh, finally gave in to a little bit. They, they change chain migration. They said you can still bring parents of, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can st- they want to cut off the ability to bring in everybody through chain migration. Married adult kids, brothers, sisters, those kinds of things. Instead, you could bring in unmarried adult kids and your parents. That's not cool. That's not cool. And they want to take the visas from the visa diversity lottery and use them for other things. But we don't need that right now. We'll get into that. Three things I think you need to know. Matter of fact, this is what it is. Behind clicks, you're not getting a lot of this, right? And there's been all kinds of reports. And there's been, uh, there. I mean, you got the leaker too. Man, we have so many different things to talk about. We don't have enough time. Let's do a real quick rundown of the amnesty situation. Um, because Paul Ryan came out. He's trying to put this thing through. He's trying to fast track a floor vote to get this amnesty stuff. There's not really too many details. There's some. They, there's He's being kind of vague. Uh, Chad Program, a Fox News producer, tweeted out uh, Steve Scalise saying, we have broad agreement on securing the border, and that's got to be the very first thing that any bill does is to secure the border, give the money he needs to build the wall, to use technology and other means to truly secure the border. Where are more details on that, though? Where are they? Uh, Pergram tweeted out lots of criticism from many rank-and-file House Republicans. Big Republican meeting on immigration. Disagreements among Republicans on what constitutes border security and enforcement. And then Rachel Bade of Politico reported 23 Republicans that are pushing the amnesty bill. They're dubbed moderates or mods. They want the funding for the border barrier to be blocked until DACA is fixed. These, yes, these, these wussified rhino anti-Trump Republicans. They want a bill that would trigger holding back money for the border wall 
until certain DACA goals are met. And they also said, you can end some family-based migration, but there must, ha- there must be a path to citizenship for dreamers in any deal. This is from the Republican moderates. Now, again, this is a loser, but this is big business, Chamber of Commerce, cheap labor people that are pushing this. If this was such a good idea that was wanted, Martha McSally's office would not scrub a video where she's sticking up for DACA people from, her, uh, from, from the Internet. That, I'm just telling you. But they don't care. They, these Republicans, some of them, being controlled by big money donors. That's what it is. Uh, California Republican Congressman Jeff Denham, who is all about amnesty, said at this point, we're done talking about it. Put it in writing so we can have an agreement. We're waiting for that to come out of the Speaker's office talking about um, a deal. We're done. They think that they can overpower the will of the people. Can't do any of this, man. Can't do it. And again, here we go. Uh, some more. And by the way, you can comment if you like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. It says here, again, some close to Breitbart News say the GOP's amnesty plan for illegal aliens would only end two categories of chain migration. I, I can't say this enough. Ending the citizens' ability to import their married adult children and their brothers and sisters, but two larger chain migration categories. Citizens can bring parents and unmarried adult children to the U.S. would be kept intact. That's against what Trump wants, by the way. Diversity visa lottery would be ended. But it would reallocate those visas under a program to employers so they can import more foreign workers to compete against America's working and middle class. That's not what we want. Right? That's not what we want. This is what would actually get Nancy Pelosi back to the speakership. Because if this actually happened, people would stay home. Or would they? Well, I guess it depends. Uh, you know, the primary, is it done? Is it not done? Depending on where you are. If you can get a Trump Republican in there versus a rhino fake fraud Republican. So that's what's going on uh, when it comes to the immigration meeting that took place behind closed doors. I just wanted to get you up to speed on that one. Um, now. When it comes to uh, the Trumpster leaving this morning, going to the G7 summit, uh, G7 summit um, he's having a little Twitter war. Ready? Emmanuel Macron, the French president, tweeted: "The American president may not being may not may not I'm sorry may not mind being isolated, but neither do we mind signing a six-country agreement if need be, because these six countries represent values. They represent an economic market which has the weight of history behind it, and which is now a true international force." So Trump called out the EU and Canada. He said, why aren't they informing the public for years they've used massive trade tariffs and non-monetary trade barriers against the U.S.? Totally unfair to farmers, workers, companies. Take down your tariffs and barriers or we'll more than match you. And then he tweeted, please tell Prime Minister Trudeau and President Macron that they are changing. I'm sorry, they are charging the U.S. massive tariffs and create non-monetary barriers. The European Union trade surplus with the U.S. is $151 billion, and Canada keeps our farmers and others out. Look forward to seeing them tomorrow. He tweeted that out yesterday. How about that, huh? Thought it was awesome. So that's what's going on there. He's going to leave. And again, he's going to leave early. He's skipping, by the way. He's going to skip the climate portion of the G7. Because these dopes are still in the stupid Paris climate deal. 
Anyway, he's leaving early. Yeah, thank God we're out. He's leaving early to go hit up the, uh, uh, to go to Singapore to get ready for the summit. And he's then going to uh, deal with that on the 11th and the 12th. And then on the 14th, his birthday, the IG report is going to be released about the FBI's mishandling and maybe corrupt and illegal stuff about Hillary's email investigation. So there's a lot of stuff going on right now. And he loves every single second of it. Uh, he, Trump, again, caused a firestorm with the media. He, they said, you preparing, you preparing for the North Korea meeting, you preparing, you preparing. And he said, you know, this is you know, less about preparation, more about attitude. Because he knows it's going to be the first of many meetings. You can prepare all you want. There was a great piece uh, on PJ Media by Roger Simon. As the media freaked out about this, really quick. Is Trump unprepared to negotiate with Kim? Trump told reporters he's not doing much to prepare for next week's historic summit with North Korea. We played the summit earlier. He said, if you guys kept it going, I said I prepared my whole life for this. Trump said, quote, I think I'm very well prepared yesterday uh, after a, a meeting with the Japanese prime minister. I don't think I prepare. I have to prepare very much. It's about attitude. I think I've been prepared for this summit for a long time, as has the other side. See, that's why I said I've been prepared a long time. And the media, oh my God, they cut it short, fake news. He's not preparing. He's choosing to not prepare. He's an idiot. He's done. That's what they're doing. So this guy, Roger Simon, writes, wait, wait, wait. Didn't Obama and Kerry have briefing books filled with expertise when they negotiated the Iran deal? <laughs> Giving all the mullahs up front, the money up front, millions in untraceable cash. Yeah, I think they did do that, didn't they? What kind of preparation yep. is that? Never Ch- Neville Chamberlain had briefing books at Munich? Probably. Uh, all these so-called experts that couldn't get anything with North Korea for 70 years now, 60 years. Uh, it's just, they, they don't stop. They don't stop, do they? All these experts, let's go over the past 20 years. They couldn't do anything with North Korea, could they? And they freak out about it. Um, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Hang on. Mike, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Hello, Mike. Hey, Garrett. How's it going? All right, man. What's happening? Not much. I was just uh, commenting on saying that I think it's interesting that all of this uh, immigration talk is uh, suddenly picking up steam while uh, the president is getting ready to uh, go to Singapore and while he's going to be out of town. They're just all suddenly coming out of the woodwork and wanting to uh, push all of the DACA and stuff. Uh, well, they, they want to get this done. I mean, maybe the timing's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. may, maybe they, they need to apparently get it done in the next two weeks, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I guess anytime, but they don't realize again, the president's got Twitter and he can do what he wants, but he's, he's going to be very busy with all this stuff. You're, you know, maybe you're onto something. They're afraid they don't want to deal with the, uh, the reaction if he's sitting there in DC and he could just blast him from there. Yeah. I mean, it's a also, big, it's a big week coming up. Yeah. And also, I don't know if, if uh, the European Union is in such a good state to argue because of all of the stuff that's been going on with Italy. I mean, is Italy part of the Euro um, coalition, too? I believe they are, yeah, and they, they're going pro, uh, pro-Italy. They want to they boot out all the refugees and the illegals that they have. Yeah, so I don't really think his uh, position on that is as strong as he wants, to believe, you know, wants, wants everybody to think it is. You mean so the EU? That ought to be interesting. Even the EU? Yeah. Well, uh, we'll have to see. I'm sorry, I miss, I miss, I didn't hear your question. Oh, so you're saying you're saying, you're saying that the EU they're they're not as strong as they think they are. 
Yeah, yeah, I no, really do. Well, you're right. And again, Trump's the one that's making these uh, these countries actually pay for NATO since we foot the bill. They're mad about a lot of things because we finally are saying it's time for you guys to pay your fair share in many, many, many aspects, whether it's NATO, trade, you name it. So Absolutely. Uh, I'm off to that. You, you and me both. Mike, thank you, man. Appreciate it. 922, we will continue. It is your morning ritual with me. Gary Lewis, KNST AM790. We have more to get to. We'll, we'll do the goofy study. We'll get the Jeff Flake sound bites. We have it all to do before 10. So it's it's going to be fast, it's going to be quick, and it's going to be awesome because it's it's us. It's what we do. That's what she said. It, well, oh, well played. <laughs> well played, Ryan. Well, son of a... Morning Ritual, Gary Lewis, KNST. Oh, hang on a second. I'm looking at the pictures. All of a sudden, uh, Trudeau, the welcoming ceremony. Trudeau, oh, he's like, hey, Mr. President. I was a tough guy on Twitter. Now you're here. Yeah, and stuff. Great. Yeah, uh-huh. He looks like a... I, I got If anybody looked like a lightweight, it's that. Remember, we could play the soundbite. He wanted people to call, instead of mankind, humankind, to be more fair. Yeah, he welcomes President Trump. Yeah, you're about to get owned, dude. This is what the boardroom's like. Anyway, we'll continue. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Shun. Hello, 927. Garrett Lewis with you on KNST. Thank you. Yes, I hope you do enjoy the stimulation. Yep. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I need to stop. No, you don't. And that's you what sure? she said. Uh, 106 <laughs> for the high today. The hell with them. <laughs> Thank you, John. 90 outside right now already. Rocket man. <sighs> what have you walked in? And we, Ryan and I were talking about this yesterday. We didn't get a chance to talk about it on the air. With the uh, upcoming Singapore meeting with Kim Jong-un, what Hillary Clinton outfit do you think Kim Jong-un is going to wear? <laughs> because they dress the same way. It's like it's like freaky cult leader unisex clothing. That's what Hillary wears. That's what Kim Jong-un wore, wears. That's what Kim Jong-il wore, right? Yes. Rocket man. And I thought actually it was more of Kim Jong, his dad, Kim Jong-il, and then he died, and then Hillary started dressing like him. So they saved money. They must have, you know, like, like in an estate sale. <laughs> they just cruised over to North Korea and picked up uh, the uh, the Kim Jong-il wardrobe or Kim Il wardrobe. It's, what it's, is he going to wear? It's got to be a communist thing. Cause the, the people, oh, because of Hillary, too? I'm, ah, hey, I'm oh, just wait. saying. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, it, yeah. But it's got to be a communist thing because the rest of the people in the country don't dress like that. They're lucky to have clothes, that, period. That's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, you would think the the leader of that nation who has everything and wants for nothing, literally. But there's no good designers there. Doesn't have, dude. He'll get it from China. China has designers. Yeah. They're friends, I think. China's his boss. Uh, speaking of government money, there's a story, real quick. Federal government spends five hundred eighty-three thousand dollars to fight obesity. How? By making people take the bus. Huh? Do we have to go through the whole situation again? Have you seen the people on the bus? I don't want to do that. Out. Yep. National Institutes of Health spending over a half million bucks. It's being conducted by Texas A&M University, letting residents of El Paso take the bus for free. Why don't they just do that here in Tucson, where most people get discounts anyway? <laughs> Remember the bus riders union that we have here? They show up uh, to, to protest anything. Wait. Again, what if you don't? Well, the city council might raise rates by 10 cents a ride. Show up where you get these free yellow shirts, get hot dogs and porridge, and say you're mad. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to strike by not riding the bus? Fine. Anyway, 
Um, they are going to let residents take the bus for free to see if walking to the bus stop and riding the bus will help them lose weight. I swear to God, right? Will riding the bus help you lose weight? The the research is being called innovative. I swear, the grant says obesity, major factor, blah, 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 calls for innovative intervention approaches to promote physical activity as a major intervention strategy. Um, It just might, though. Hang on. If they're already riding the bus, weren't they walking to it anyway? But now they're getting to go for free instead of spending money? How else did they get to work? Well, can I, should I pay a cab? Should I not spend gas for my car? I will walk to the bus stop walk to the we're spending a half over almost six hundred thousand dollars to give people free bus fare to see if that'll help them lose weight are you freaking kidding me right now i love this although a promising new form of transit that combines the capacity speed and reliability of a rail system with the flexibility and cost advantage of a conventional bus system bus rapid transit brt has never been rigorously studied for its health promoting aspects so there you go that we need to have taxpayer funded speed trains to it's going to help people stay skinny project will study 750 exposed people those living within a half mile of a bus station and 500 non-exposed people living more than a mile away from the bus station study will develop a smartphone app to educate people about taking the bus and allow them to use the bus for free why don't they just uh why don't they just in, like put like give like a fishing rod right uh, and then they, they they have like a donut on it and they could have somebody go to like the fat person's house. And what they can then do is they have the donut in front of them and have they follow the donut all the way to the bus station. That's cheaper, right? What if they put a, like a $5 bill on the end of a fish hook and I, I oh, you cast it and <laughs> you start rolling, you go all the way to the half mile long, all the way to the bus stop. <laughs> How about that? Well, I can tell you, you've never ridden the bus because some of the sights and smells will make your appetite go away. And that might be—that's what I was thinking originally. You'll lose weight. They're act, we're actually paying for this. This was this was approved. Uh, the project began in March of this year. It's received five hundred eighty-three grand so far, and it's scheduled to continue through February of twenty twenty-three. 2023, five years from now. Where's Jeff Flake to call this out? Oh, he's just on the floor ripping everything Trump does and hanging out with the uh, the commie head honchos of Cuba. Insane. 933. We'll get to Jeff Flake when we get back. I just had to share that story. What the hell? This is what we need to do? Really? Government is not in charge of getting people to lose weight, just like they shouldn't be in charge of health care. If people want to eat themselves and not be healthy or whatever, fine, go ahead. This is America. Go do your thing. Can I point something out to you? No, okay, yes. With all the money that we spend on dumb things like this, yes. we could probably give everybody a quote-unquote living rate wage. I got one better for you. Yeah. We could build the wall. Oh, twice over probably. Yep. I don't give anybody a living wage. Yeah, I, I, damn I, wall, but I know what you're saying. I need an example. I, I know what you're saying. 933, some unbelievable things, insane things, I should say. Jeff Flake had to say and try to squeeze as much else as I can. And by the way, if you want to comment about McSally scrubbing her website, scrubbing the internet of, of her praising DACA, going for protections of DACA, for DACA people from the internet, that is hilarious. The hits just keep on coming for her. Here's Fox. Hello, what's up? Shockingly enough, at 942, three things I think you need to know. Number one, the president just got to the G7 over there in Canada. 
Trudeau looked like a person uh, sucking up to him as he greeted him. There's going to be some battling going on. I think Trump is very comfortable with that, very comfortable. Uh, so he's going to be fighting for America and for trade deals and stuff like that. And he's actually going to go uh, bye-bye before it all wraps up because he has to go head out to uh, Singapore and deal with a uh, maniac in Kim Jong-un. Second thing that I think you need to know, Martha McSally's office has scrubbed a video from the Internet from last year where she was pushing for protections for DACA people. She doesn't want you to know. Stories on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Third thing, I think you need to know. Let's do this one, the leaker. A leaker has been found. 58-year-old guy that was, are you ready for this? He was the security director for the Senate Intelligence Committee. Indicted for allegedly lying to the FBI. FBI has apparently phone calls, emails, texts that he was giving to reporters. One of them he was bopping for three years. All kinds of inside information about Carter Page, you name it. There is a major leaker. Now the question is, was he working by himself or there senators helping him out? Huh? Three things that I think you need to know. Let's do some uh, Jeff Flake uh, greatest hits. He's up there speaking as if people care. You think like in the Senate, when Jeff Flake goes up to give a talk to just bash Trump. I mean, some people hate Trump there. I get it. But they're like, Jeff, why are you wasting your time, man? Like you gave notice. You know, when you give notice, you don't really work too hard. Nobody cares what you have to say, dude. Anyway, uh, here he is. Number. Th- let's go to number 30, talking about uh, the Trump trade ideas. Here we go. Listen to this. It is our responsibility to be the premier example of this democratic order. Oh, thanks. This is the golden thread that leads all the way back to our founding fathers. Mm. But today, today that golden thread of continuity is in danger of being snapped. Today we appear to be turning our back on this responsibility, Mm. a responsibility upheld by previous generations same generations that crafted the Marshall Plan to rebuild Europe and Japan after World War II, helping to shape our two most aggressive enemies into two of our most stalwart allies. Hmm. So Trump's not doing that. He's not doing that, huh? Standing up for America. Now, if you went to your boss and you're like, listen, I got a great deal for us. We're going to be partners with these other companies. But we're going to pay for everything. Good deal? What are you, nuts? What do you you mean we're going to pay? Why are we going to pay for everything? We're going to pay for everything. What? Really? That's what NATO is. And by the way, let's let's speak about that. Here is what he said. The genius of Jeff Flake. 31, here we go. The generations who crafted pivotal international organizations like NATO, the United Nations, the World Trade Organizations, Mm -hmm. forums for multilateral compromise to take the place of war as the primary arbiter of conflict between nations. Mm -hmm. The generations that negotiated nuclear disarmament treaties, pulling us back from the brink of atomic Armageddon. Is Trump not doing that with North Korea right now? How's that UN working out, by the way? Is that a great organization or what? Are and he's praising around? it. Oh, yeah, they hate us. They hate Israel. It's all good. It's working out well, that whole NATO at the end. It's great. Uh-huh. The genius of Jeff Flake continues. Uh, 32. Here we go. Listen to this. But no more. 
Instead, we find ourselves today led by those who express admiration for authoritarianism in Russia, me? in China, in the Philippines, and other places who make common cause with bullies, who flirt with tyrants. We see a world descending into an atavistic tribalism, what? a political climatism, what? where dealings between nations are driven by fear and antagonism, what? bullying and threats, taunts and brinkmanship, rather than mutual benefit and comity. This is why nobody wants to talk to Jeff Flake. You imagine him being romantic? Holy smokes. That's what she said. Yeah, how about his kids? Hey, son, I have to talk to you for a second. Ah, here we go. Going to use big words because you know the big words, but are you using them correctly? Just doesn't relate. You know, he should be a professor after this because he can use big words and make people go to sleep, which is exactly what professors do. What? So he's basically saying that Trump is a dictator? He's a... Many dictators, by the way, push you to have your own guns and get your own money back. Never said this about Obama. Never. By the way, he went and hung out with the uh, the new puppet president in Cuba. Genius. Let's go to let's go to thirty four. Actually, let's go to thirty four. I do have an idea though. What? We could take all of his speeches that we've uh, that are in public domain. Yeah. Put them down on uh, on MP three. Yeah. And sell them as sleep aids. Exactly. It's not a bad idea. Just Instead like, of like we'll soothing sounds to yeah. put you to bed, like a quiet storm. <laughs> Play 34. What shall our friends make of such erratic behavior? How will they respond to such confusing actions? Oh, man. And most importantly, how long will they remain our friends how long they remain if this awake? irrational approach continues? Oh. Alliances, institutions, pacts, that took generations to patiently build. Oh, yeah. Generations more to solidify. Oh, yeah. That were paid for in both blood and treasure mm. are shattered in an ill-tempered second, an ill-considered tantrum, a childish taunt here, a bellicose insult there. What? Incoherent policy utterances, often as not by tweet, contradicted in the space of a single news cycle. What? Muddied and mercurial, this is not grown-up leadership. Oh. Our allies are left baffled, oh. confused, yes. often appalled. Yeah, and uh, your colleagues in the Senate are saying, what is he talking about? He may have made sense, but I've been asleep. So he's saying that our allies are going to leave us. It's as if he doesn't realize or he doesn't want to admit that we're actually the biggest, baddest, best pl- uh, country on the planet. And everybody needs us. We make the most. We produce the most. We are the best. Where are they going to go? It's called having hand, Costanza. Holy freaking smokes. I just... There's more. We'll get to it. And people want to talk. We'll see if we can squeeze it in. Don't go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Gary Lewis. KNSTAM 792 Zon's most stimulating talk. Is that Lee's idea to, to get rid of the video or did the Chamber of Commerce call her now? Oh, think of that all by man. Now, right? she wants to run for Dude, again, it's the, the John McCain people are running her campaign. Of course. They're running her campaign. Lose, well, we on a national level. You know, I mean, we should never get past the Congress, I don't think. But well, whatever. I mean, Kelly Ward's awesome, so. Well, yeah. I, she's building. She's building. The momentum is building. We'll have to just see what happens. All right, Brian, have a good weekend, brother. You too, sir. See you. Good night. You got it. Um, again, that story about uh, good old Martha's there.
Do we need to do any more? I don't think we need any more Jeff Flake. No, no, I'm talking about Jeff Flake. I don't think we need to do any more Jeff Flake, right? Like, we're good. We're good with that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm over that stuff. Can we play that one Trump soundbite again, if you don't mind? Do we have that with Hillary when he was asked if he, this Friday, he's, well, the media thinks he hasn't really prepared for the meeting with Kim Jong-un. Listen to this. Were you serious about really not needing to prepare for the I didn't say that. I said I've been preparing all my life. I always believe in preparation, but I've been preparing all my life. You know, these one-week preparations, they don't work. Just ask Hillary yeah. what happened to her in the debate. That's it. So, That's all I need. Now I want to play really quick Adam Schiff. Uh, after the the news came out about the leak, or really quick, Adam Schiff. Play, I'm up over there. Here we go. Listen. Uh, about his position yes. within the Senate, yes. and it's a very key and important position. We yes. have a like uh, responsibility on the House Intelligence Committee. Uh, and so these charges are obviously very serious. Uh, leaks are a serious problem. Um, but the attacks on the press are also a serious problem with this administration. So he's saying the attack, the Trump attacking the media, calling it fake news, just as big of a problem as, one second, as the, as the, um, as this guy leaking out information, classified info, all kinds of info to hurt Trump. Give me a break, Schiff. My interview with Dr. Kelly Ward, it's up on my iHeart channel, iHeartRadio.com, search Garrett Lewis, you can hear it. Don't miss it. Have a great weekend. Bye.